this is Leo and a big welcome back to The Sound Museum, the music podcast that explores that personal connection we all have with the music that we listen to. As always, thank you so much for listening to the podcast and last week's episode all about TikTok really got some comments going. So thank you so much for all the feedback and the love for last week's episode. Now this week we're doing something a bit special because it is my birthday week. Uh, Another year older, I can't believe it, but I'm really pleased to be celebrating my special week with you on this podcast. And this episode is all about growing up in the 80s and the artists and songs which I fell in love with. So let's go back to the 80s and let's enjoy some fantastic music this episode. But before we get started, make sure you like and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast provider. That way you won't miss any future episodes. And you can also catch up on previous episodes you may have missed. If you're using Apple Podcasts, make sure you leave me a lovely review. And of course, on Spotify, you can also leave a star rating as well. So for this podcast, I had to do a lot of thinking and trying to remember when I first fell in love with music, what music I was listening to, and what inspired me back in the day. Well, I was born in April in 1974, so you do the math, but I really started getting into music about 1980 when I was about five or six years old. And one of the first songs that really grabbed me and I really, really loved was this iconic track from an iconic movie. That was, of course, fame taken from the iconic movie. Now, if you've listened to my early episodes celebrating the late Irene Cara, you would know that that track was the very first record I bought as a kid. And I really embraced Irene Cara as an artist at that time. And a few years later, this track got me dancing all over again. Another iconic track from an iconic movie, Flashdance, that is a what a feeling. Now, when I was growing up in New Zealand, both those tracks, Fame and What a Feeling, hit number one on the singles charts. Another iconic band, which really, really grabbed me as a kid, had a very, very colourful front man. And this track was the very, very start of me falling in love with the iconic band, Culture Club. Do you really want to hurt me? very first album kissing to be clever that is do you really want to hurt me and reached number two in new zealand at the time now from that point i became a massive fan and i absolutely loved boy george absolutely loved him and when they released the album color by numbers of course i love color chameleon and of course the gorgeous track victims but this track was the one i really loved it's a It's a miracle. It's a miracle. It's a miracle. It's a miracle. 
That is It's a Miracle from Culture Club from their second album, Colour by Numbers, reached number five in New Zealand. Now, when I was a kid, I grew up in a street called Chalkot Road in a suburb called Henderson, which is in the west of Auckland in New Zealand. And my parents had me later on in life, so my mum was in her early 40s when she had me. And one track I really remember hearing a lot that my parents played was this track by a New Zealand country music artist. not know that song but the artist Patsy Rigger was a huge star in New Zealand and she even won five Australian Country Music Awards and seven New Zealand Music Awards. When I hear that track now I instantly think of my parents and I actually remember meeting Patsy Rigger. I was a, a cub and then I was a scout but when I was a cub we had this event that we were helping out in and she was performing. So I was hanging around with my friend and we met Patsy Rigger and she signed my autograph book. Because back in the day, we didn't have mobile phones or cameras or anything. So whenever you meet anyone famous, you always got the autograph in your autograph book. And I've still got that autograph book. <laughs> This next band burst onto the music scene in 1982 and I absolutely love this band especially the lead singer One of my favourite tracks from Wham's debut album, Fantastic, that is Club Tropicana. And from that moment, I was a huge Wham fan, especially the late George Michael. Such an amazing talent, a fantastic songwriter, singer, producer, arranger. Miss him so much. And that was just the start of my Wham fandom because their second album, Make It Big, I played constantly and this track was my absolute favorite From the second album, Make It Big, That Is Everything She Wants, reaching number six in New Zealand. Wham! had three number one albums in New Zealand, so they were pretty big. Moving on to the next band, and like Wham!, they hail from the UK. And a few weeks ago, I did a special episode celebrating the 40th anniversary of the iconic album, True!, of course, I'm talking about the band Spandau Ballet. Now, if you listen to that Spandau Ballet episode, I do explain the time I first listened to the album. So make sure you check out that podcast. But this is one of my favorite tracks from the album.
is Lifeline by Spandau Ballet from the album True, which reached number one in New Zealand. Let's check out that iconic title track. Love that album, True, from Spandau Ballet. Such great songs. Now, it wasn't just overseas artists that I was listening to. Back in 1983, this track reached number five in New Zealand, becoming the band's only hit, but I really loved this one. You may not know that track, but that is by New Zealand band Coconut Ruff, their only New Zealand hit called Sio Leone. They were a New Zealand pop new wave band. And now, listening to that track now, it does remind me a lot of their track by Real Life, Send Me an Angel. Speaking of angels, in 1983, I became absolutely obsessed with this next artist. that needs no introduction that is the fantastic Madonna with Holiday reaching number seven in the New Zealand charts back in the day. Now that self-titled debut album I played constantly but the second album Like a Virgin oh my god I played that album constantly and like everywhere in the world at the time Madonna was absolutely huge in New Zealand. This track reached number two. is the title track from Madonna's second album, Like a Virgin. This next track also reached number two in the charts. One of my favourite ever Madonna songs, that is Angel, which was a single in New Zealand and in Australia. It was released in the US as a single, but on the B-side was this track. Reaching number one in New Zealand at the time, Into the Groove was a massive hit. And in Australia and New Zealand, that was actually released as a standalone single. But in the US, it was the B-side to Angel. 
Now this next track I have really fond memories of. I remember walking home from school with a girlfriend and we had the song words from a magazine and we were singing away at the top of our lungs to this track. Also one of my favourite Madonna singles, that is Dress You Up, reaching number seven in New Zealand. Even to this day, I absolutely love Madonna, but I have to say I do have a very soft spot for 80s Madge. 1984 was a very special year for me. I was still music obsessed, and as I've gotten older, looking back on this year, it's clearly one of my favourite years for music. Time for another New Zealand song. This track reached number one in the charts, winning three New Zealand Music Awards. Now, most of you listening would have no idea what that song is, but that song is by a group called the Partia Maori Club called Poye, and that was one of my favourite tracks from 1984. 1984 was the start of my obsession with the legendary Stock Aiken Waterman. This track really caught my attention. Dead or Alive, You Spin Me Round, reaching number six in the charts in New Zealand. This next track I remember buying on 12-inch vinyl from a little record store along K Road in Auckland City. And I absolutely love this song. Even today when it starts, it just brings back so many memories. Princess, Say I'm Your Number One, reaching number two in New Zealand at the time. Now, this next track was also produced by Stock Aiken Waterman, and it reached number five. Again, one of my favourite tracks from that time, Haywood with Getting Closer. So in the 80s, I was living in suburban Auckland, living a very sheltered life. I had friends all along the street, and this next band was a firm favourite of a girl across the road. One of my best friends in the world, Adrian, and she absolutely loved this band, and so did I. K 
take on me from AHA, reaching number seven in New Zealand at the time. What were we thinking? Absolutely love that track from the first album, Hunting High and Low. This next track from their second album, Scandal Days, I really love this one. is Manhattan Skyline from AHA, one of my favourite bands from the 80s and of course like my friend across the road Adrian loved Morton Harkett. There were so many iconic artists to come from the 80s and in 1985 the world had discovered The Voice. Wow, that was Whitney Houston with one of her earliest singles, Saving All My Love For You, reaching number five in New Zealand. I absolutely loved Whitney, her voice, her songs, How Will I Know, Greatest Love Of All, I Want To Dance With Somebody. But for this next track, it didn't do as well as her previous singles, but I loved it. From her second album, Whitney, that is so emotional. Time for another slice of New Zealand music. This next track reached number three in New Zealand at the time, and they were a one-hit wonder. This was their only hit. was For Today by New Zealand band Netherworld Dancing Toys. Now that female vocal at the end was from a very very young New Zealand singer called Annie Crummer and in the 90s she would go on to release two solo albums, a fantastic voice. In the 80s Michael Jackson was massive. I had his albums Off the Wall, Thriller, Bad. I was a big Michael Jackson fan. But if I'm really honest, for me, it was all about Miss Jackson. No, my first name ain't Baby, it's Janet. Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. Nasty boys, don't do anything. Oh, you nasty boys. Nasty boys, don't ever change. That is Janet Jackson, Nasty, from her album Control, reaching number eight in New Zealand at the time. 
Another one of my favourite albums from Janet is Rhythm Nation 1814 and this track reached number two. absolute favourites from Janet Jackson that is Miss You Much and in the 90s she continued to have some amazing tracks from her albums Janet and The Velvet Rope. So in my mind even though 1984 was a great year for music I think 1986 was pretty good as well and when my beloved Wham split up this next pop duo took their place. Reaching number one back in the day in New Zealand, that is Pet Shop Boys with West End Girls. And that was the start of my love affair with Pet Shop Boys, which continues today. But this next track from their debut album, Please, has always been one of my favourites. number eight in New Zealand that is love comes quickly now guys we are still in 1986 and these next ladies hit the top of the charts with this one like the track from Dead or Alive a couple of years before I absolutely loved Bananarama. That track Venus was the number one hit in New Zealand and their start of working with producers Stock Aiken and Waterman. I think it's time for some more New Zealand music and these next three tracks were all from 1986. This first one reached number one and stayed there for nine incredible weeks. song recorded to promote New Zealand at the 1987 America's Cup that is All of Us Selling Away featuring some iconic New Zealand singers and celebrities. This next track was another number one. One of my faves back in the day by New Zealand band Peking Man, Room the Echoes. You may recognise that female voice on lead vocals. That is the late Margaret Ehrlich. This next Kiwi song not only reached number one in New Zealand, but also in Australia.
Zealand animated movie Footright Flats that is Dave Dobbin and Herbs with Slice of Heaven. Now that track was huge both here in Australia and in New Zealand at the time. So we're heading into 1987 and my love affair with Stock Aiken Waterman continued. This next track I first heard at school when my drama teacher put the track on for us to dance to. <laughs> is Sunita with Toy Boy, reaching number 13 in New Zealand at the time. We're still in 1987 and this next track was number one both in New Zealand and in Australia. needs no introduction whatsoever that is Rick Astley with Never Gonna Give You Up from his debut album Whenever You Need Somebody now it's time for your final dose of New Zealand music this track is from 1988 reach number 9 in the charts That is New Zealand band Fan Club with Call Me. Now, I absolutely loved Fan Club. They were a group of guys who had a female lead singer from Malaysia called Aisha. And they had some hits in New Zealand, including that one. And going into the 90s, their hit I Feel Love also reached the top 10. So, as we head towards the end of the 80s and the end of this podcast episode, this final artist means the absolute world to me. That was her debut single, Locomotion, reaching number eight in New Zealand and number one in Australia at the time by the fantastic Kylie Minogue. I remember back in the day, we didn't have neighbours in New Zealand. So when Kylie released Locomotion, she was known as Kylie the singer. We didn't know her from neighbours at all. That was the very start of Kylie's amazing career. The second single was, of course, I Should Be So Lucky. But this third single was one of my favourites from the debut album. number two in New Zealand and number one in Australia that is got to be certain now by the end of 1988 this next track was all over school dances it was especially for you
my favourite tracks, reaching number two in New Zealand. In 1989, when Kylie released her second album, Enjoy Yourself, I was still on the Kylie train. Even though I love Hand on Your Heart, the second single, oh my goodness. As it wouldn't change a thing, reaching number 21 in New Zealand at the time and number six in Australia. And I may or may not still know the dance routine. <laughs> wow, that has been so much fun today going through those old 80s tracks and reminiscing of my time growing up in the 80s. Such an amazing era for music and for life in general. You know, there was no social media, there were no mobile phones, computers. Everything was organic. You played outside with your friends. And because there were no phones, you knew to come home when the street lights came on. <laughs> Such an amazing time, the 80s, and an amazing era for music, my favorite. And in future episodes, I will explore the 80s even further because we've only just scratched the surface. Well, thank you so much for joining me on my special birthday week podcast, Growing Up in the 80s. I really hope you enjoyed going back in time with me and playing those old classic tunes. Let me know what your favorites are from the 80s. And you can do that on my socials. Just search for Sar Museum AU on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. We'd love to hear your thoughts from the 80s and your favorite tracks and artists. As always, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. And make sure you join me next week where we talk all things Eurovision 2023. Until then, have a great week. Take care. And I will see you then.